Welcome to the Save the Mermaids podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Blake. And here's your mythology mini-sode. It's Mythology Monday. Welcome to Monday. Woo! So I don't know if anybody knows or cares, but we started batch recording and I feel like it's been a really long time. I think it's been at least three weeks, yeah. if not a month since I heard a mythology. Oh. But it's good because I forget them. And then when they come out on the all, all of the podcast apps, I'm so excited because I forget everything that happened in the story. So Same. I get to hear it twice. <laughs> it's like two Christmases. Yes. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about the Bunyip, um, an Aboriginal myth from the Southeast Australia. Ooh. This one's cool. Do I need to pull out my accent? Please do. It's the Bunyip from Australia. Yeah. Southern Australia. <laughs> Crikey. Crikey. <laughs> uh, so this one, it's it goes right in line with everything that we ever talk about with mythologies because it's either one thing or the complete uh, opposite. So this is a creature lurking in swamps, billabongs, which are dead-end river channels, and creeks and riverbeds. Mm. The name Bunyip can be traced back to the Wimba Wimba language and today can be translated to mean devil or evil spirit. Oh. However... Oh. <laughs> Modern sources make a linguistic connection to the word Bunjil, meaning great man who made the mountains, rivers, man, and animals. So, so like God? God or devil. Or devil. Take your pick. Choose your own adventure with these. I don't know what to tell you anymore. Okay. So the Bunyips, presumably seen by witnesses, um, most commonly fit one of two categories. So 60% of people say it resembles a seal or a swimming dog. And 20% of people say it's a long necked creature with small heads. And then some other people just don't really know what to say. Those are so different. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. I like to say God as the dog because obviously. Obviously. And then long headed, skinny creepo creepy one can be the <laughs> satan yeah i don't know i don't know it's weird so the seal dog one is most often described as being four to six feet long okay. with shaggy black or brown fur and according to reports those bunyips have round heads resembling a bulldog big ears no tail and whiskers like a sea or seal or an otter huh. the long neck scary variety is between five and 15 feet long no said to have black or brown fur large ears small tusks and a head like a horse or emu weird no like doesn't this sound a lot like you remember that water elephant one that you did oh, a bit yeah. ago this like almost like a woolly mammoth thing that washed ashore I, yeah i'm trying to remember the name of it now yeah but, but yeah. this is remind that one reminds me a lot when you said the tusks yeah and the fuzz maybe it's the same thing could be i was actually thinking maybe it's like a male female situation like the, oh. the females are this cute little seal ones and yeah the males are the the ones with tusks yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah yeah so it's been described by natives as amphibious nocturnal and inhabiting lakes rivers and swamps like i said mm. um according to aboriginal mythology they can swim fast with fins or flippers have loud roaring yells Ooh. and feed on crayfish um oh, that's not that scary well some people say that they're bloodthirsty predators of humans so. oh there is a wide range swinging around right? this one's real unclear um apparently their eggs are allegedly laid in platypus nests which is kind of cute oh but like what are you supposed to do if you're like oh a little platypus nest like i'm gonna watch this happen yeah. and then all of a sudden a 
giant a terrifying husks come out yeah i bet the platypus okay. is a little freaked out when that happens oh right i wonder <laughs> if they know they're like that's not my egg. right Ooh. um so the last little bit on the bunny yip, it appears in dreaming as a water spirit called the muliawonk which would get anyone who took more than their fair share of fish from the waterways this is a good one mm. cautionary tale or children if they got too close to the water so you drown if you take too much fish, which mm. I kind of love. I do too. <laughs> I also feel like this adds in very much to the cautionary ways that we can use storytelling to keep kids away from really dangerous areas. Right. And know? that we see that so often in the mythology. Yeah. Like they're mostly for kids to not go to water. Exactly. But I really like this one where it's like, don't be a selfish jerk. Yeah. Or the bunyip's going to get you. They're going to get you. Don't take too much fish. No, please. Just anyway. Get the normal amount of fish if you're going to eat the fish. Yep. Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids! Thank you.